0: This is the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast. A podcast that gives you information about eating disorders that you may not have heard before. And of course we're going to fight off that bitch of an eating disorder. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman. And in today's episode, episode 6 of season 8, we're talking about you are recovered when... Plus a life update. You are healed when... And that's the name of this episode, episode 6, season 8. And um, we're going to jump into this episode. I would like to remind you that you can always follow the podcast, share it with a friend, yada, 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 whatever comes with that. Um, You know, I think you know the drill, but you can follow it on Spotify and whatever platform you are listening to it. Um, i also like to do a little bit of a live update before we start with this episode. And also would like to say... Give yourself time to get to this point, um what I'm talking about in this episode. An eating disorder, you didn't got it overnight and you won't leave it it won't leave you alone overnight. So it takes some decent hard work to let go of these habits. And the moment you will get to that point, um you're even gonna forget all about your eating disorder or even, you know, think to yourself, I can't imagine that I was that way once in my life. But yeah, let's jump into it all. And of course, the life update. Um, I'm not doing that well, to be honest. Um, I feel very fragile and very hurt. And um, there have been some developments in my private life that caused that. Um, in that type of way that I was talking with some colleagues from in that these are psychologists. And eventually I went to the GP and got my own reference to a psychologist. And I explained them the situation, and they were like, yeah, that's PTSD, or for Dutchies trauma, or in English trauma. And I immediately recognized it myself as well, and I was like, fuck. Um, when you get blindsided, stonewalled, um, somebody you know, pulls the rug underneath you, and it's very different, because it's not like somebody died. So it's not a, this is a grieving period, and that's it, and there's nature uh, nature closed this door um, it is one of the most fucked up things that I've ever ever encountered specifically in the situation how it went uh, also my reaction what I found very interesting because I'm always a very stable person um, but that it did that to me uh, wow well, you know I'm like what the fuck just happened um, and it's quite interesting that You know it hits me in that way that it is ptsd and what i still find very painful is that the person that eventually inflicted it maybe they project what they how they see the situation as oh you know it's something short so why would you react that heavy to it feels for me that my type of emotions that are bonded to it and how i experience that face are may be are making belittled smaller and Uh, I'm not taking seriously on how I feel regarding the situation Um, so your coach for eating disorders is going back to the shrink uh, after 500 years I feel and that's why you got the episode from me uh, regarding uh, why your eating disorder is not the worst yet to happen that was from last week and if you haven't listened to that please do so uh, because it, it isn't. We've been made stronger to deal with stuff. But sometimes stuff will still hit you. Because you're human. And now you're more in touch with your emotions than ever. If you're post-eating disorder. So there's no um, coping unhealthy coping mechanism. From pushing stuff away. Or you know just focusing on work. And forget about it. And stuff like that. Because it will eventually still bite you in the ass. So... You just have this raw emotion that you need to give a place. Um, and that costs a lot of blood, sweat and tears, if I may put it that way, um, to to give it a place. And uh, that is something that I'm dealing with currently. So I'm not optimal with my nutrition. I'm not optimal with going to the gym. I don't mind sharing it to you. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, and of course, when I say private life, uh, it's relationship-wise. Um, a lot of people try to, uh, it's almost like a fucking game, it's a funny, fucking insane, you know, try to show that they keep the head up high and uh, that they uh, want to stay attractive uh, in how they deal situ- with, with situations. But to be honest, if that is needed for the other party to acknowledge you and you cannot be fragile, you cannot be vulnerable, and this either being with colleagues, with friends, with co-workers, whatever, family... If there's no room for that and they get the ick of the fact that you're showing emotions, then you need to run for the fucking hills because that is not your fucking person. If they expect that, that you can be cold after being discarded. Hmm. I would find it very interesting, at least. So that is that part, guys. Um... Whatever you do, always be vulnerable uh, towards yourself. Because when you're vulnerable, you let emotions in. The emotions give you feedback. And that feedback is needed to understand what's going on. But also to go forward and heal or reflect on the situation. So when are you healed? Mm, Tough question, I think, right? Because being healed isn't something logical. It's not something you can measure out like your weight It is a feeling, it are different acts of you, how you used to do something and how you're doing it now. It is you being more resilient, it is you being more calm, it is you choosing stuff out of feeling and not because of this equation that you made up or OCD shit to keep your certain appearances in check or a certain frame or a certain body weight or... Um, just a certain certain regimen that you thought gave you safety, but actually was based on fear, and that is quite hard, right? Because a set point weight, we can talk about that again. It's something you can measure, but feelings, hmm, for a person with an eating disorder, is always, I think, a little bit more interesting. Uh, post-eating disorder, it will be much, much easier. But if you are in that transitioning phase, you're like, okay, uh, am I now healed or not? And of course, some things you can clearly measure if you're not purging again, if you do not have a lot of binges, you see that factor of healing is coming. But there's so, so other you know things that are out there that can show you that you're healing. You going out with your friend or your partner and not being worried about you know, choosing something on a menu, you're not looking it up before you're going, you're not sharing your food, you're drinking calories, uh, you don't mind forgetting your food if you need to bring it to the office and you grab something from the cafeteria and you grab something you like. You're grabbing a cappuccino because it tastes good and not because you're afraid of the full fat milk. You are traveling and you're excited to try stuff and maybe bring a recipe home instead of you being afraid and trying to control your food and bringing stuff in the luggage. It is you that is eating food from your mom again that you haven't eaten for a long time uh, because you were afraid of the amount of fat that she put in. It's you that is putting a dash of oil in the pan again and being okay with it. Um, it's you that is going to bed and isn't hungry anymore. It is you that is eating after eight o'clock because it's okay to eat after eight o'clock. It's you going on a night out and drinking way too much. And <laughs> being okay the next day when you have a heavy breakfast to compensate the the amount of alcohol in your system. It is so many different things that you can see for yourself that you are being better and you're doing stuff without the eating disorder. I think one of the most biggest differences I feel is that the moment that people are more aligned with themselves, you know, so feeling emotions and choosing stuff, not from the rigid structure that they made up before and really testing the waters how it is, that is the moment that healing is occurring. And it's not something that happens only in three months and then you're done. It can happen years after, even for me, I must truly say that even now, sometimes when I'm out and about, I have these epiphany moments of, oh, when I had my eating disorder, I would have done this. Or when I had my eating disorder, I would have done that. Um, I think I've told in one of the episodes, the first time for me personally that I knew that my eating disorder was going better was when I was still at the university and we were in a group and we were talking about this, you know, exam and we're just, you know, joking around. And... This girl, she went down to get some breakfast for herself. And she actually came back with cappuccinos for everybody. And it was, of course, fucking sweet. But I wasn't the person that drank calories, you know. I was, I was there with my Cola Zero. And um, I was drinking calories again. And it was very, very uh, spun on. So it was like something, I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm accepting something from somebody else. I'm drinking calories and I'm okay with it. I'm not having this heavy reaction on it afterwards. And for me, these were one of the first times that I was like, oh, fuck, you know, stuff is changing. Even up till today, because a lot of the people with eating disorders, they have the tendency to uh, drink a lot of coffee, cola zero, chewing gum, or maybe licorice. Um, this year, uh, or this year, last year in 2023, I stopped eating licorice in May. I wasn't feeling it anymore. And in November, I stopped drinking Cola Zero. And maybe I drink like a can every two weeks or three weeks now. And it is insane to see that we're talking about behavior that is from 2014 or something that uh, that went all the way up till, I don't know, no, not thousand, uh, 2012, 2013, all the way up till 2020 or something or 2019 and still the the uh remin uh, little pieces bits and pieces uh, remnants Uh, We're still there and are going out of my body. And why? Because I feel more. So these emotions and being vulnerable, like I stated in the beginning part, when I was telling my story, is so important. Because it will make you a better person for yourself. You will not go to the gym because you have to, but because you feel like it. Maybe you will say, I'm not going to do that stuff anymore because I only did it to influence my body. And now I'm going to do some yoga. Um, so you're going to change and grow as a person because you're not making choices based out of fear anymore and anxiety. And that is the biggest gift you can give yourself ever uh, regarding this. And again, it's going to be different things that you can measure out. Uh, maybe somebody is giving you a glass of orange juice that they freshly squeezed and you're like, OK with it. Um Maybe uh, your friend says, you know, do you want a bite? And normally you would be fixated on the amount of calories you have in a day and you're not counting it anymore. Uh, maybe you're not counting calories anymore. Slowly and steadily you forget to do it. And at some point you're just making choices based on your feelings. And that's the most beautiful thing you can do. Um, guys, I think this is the episode I think this episode was a 50-50 thing It's more a live update uh, On my part, what was happening But also a part to show you That f- the contrary part Of the last week's episode That there's still shit Gonna happen to you um, I, I can again bet my cat on it But I also know that Because of all the positive feedback at some point you're going to get because you're fighting off your eating disorder that you can handle it better than most people will Um, and you have already got the how would I put it the blueprint that you know that you need to seek help if shit hits the fan and that because of that you can actually process stuff better than most people that are ashamed to do that or don't believe in therapy or don't believe in talking and stuff like that. Um that is that guys, and I think I will see you in the next episode and yeah, let's go for recovery. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I also hope you learned something from it and it helps you out with recovery. In the meantime, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up of all the things where you can find us. You can find us on I'mstuffcom on Instagram, at I'mstuff.nl on TikTok, and on I'mstuff.nl, where we even have an ebook about eating disorders. So if you want to know more, check that out. And just don't forget to share the episode. Give it to a friend that you think is in need. And you can follow the podcast and leave a review if you want to. Enjoy that and enjoy your day.